Hello and welcome back to Low-Key Gatekeeping. It has been quite a hot minute. Life has been doing its thing. I've been super busy as I always am, but I need to just sit down and really take the time to record this episode because I just need to catch up with everything music and I need to document it because there's been so much going on over the past like three or four weeks. So many things have been released, concert things have been evolving, things have been announced. So I just wanted to kind of put this stamp in and then Grammy nominations are next week. So I should be back on my schedule of hopefully weekly, bi-weekly. At least that's what I think in my head because I want to stay in the know and I don't want it to be so outdated. So starting off, let me go ahead and go to my Spotify for the last thing that I listened to and the last things that I added to my playlist. I can already tell you off the top of my head, the last song I listened to was Karma by Taylor Swift off Midnight's. Which we'll get to when I get to reviewing all the things that have came out recently, but that one has been on repeat. I'll tell you that much. So I'll get into Midnight's a little bit later. But Karma by Taylor Swift was the last song I listened to. And then the last thing that I added to my playlist, music sound good. My Spotify user is C-A-L-A-C-O-U-R-1. And the playlist of music sound good. I think it's public. If anyone wants to witness greatness. Let's see. The last songs. Oh, <laughs> honestly, this this is pretty me. The last songs I added were Not Over You by Gavin DeGraw. That is a throwback. That's one of those songs when I was like in my preteen years. I don't know why. I just had a phase where that was the only song I listened to for probably a good month. Such a good hit. Classic. Giving Coles. Giving CVS realness. Definitely one of those types of songs that's just constantly on repeat in department stores. Um, Wonderwall by Oasis because obviously that's a classic and I like heard it recently and I forgot about its existence and I was like I love this song even though it's such a cliche classic song it's so good also Torn <laughs> by Natalie and Brugla. Um because of the One Direction cover the coveted can't be beat One Direction cover and I happened to see a clip of that recently and that kind of brought me back so I added that also Jump to the Rhythm by Jordan Pruitt <laughs> If you were a DCOM consumer as a child, um, you will recognize this song from the DCOM original. Well, DCOM already has written The DCOM, Jump In, starring Corbin Blue and Kiki Palmer. Such a great film. Um, so that song is included in that. And also, I kind of got reminded of this song from Brooke and Connor Make a Podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. Because um, in one of their bonus episodes, they started it off with that. And it's just such a fun, upbeat vibe. It just makes me like so happy hearing that song and it's like so nostalgic as well so I had to add that to my playlist so I can give myself that pep when I need it uh see you soon by Amber Run it's some indie group I was getting my lashes done and this was on and I had to shazam it because I was like this is very much my vibe um I haven't really listened to it that much since I heard it but it is a good song I would give it a listen I've added quite a bit of things <laughs> since the last time I recorded it's been a minute um, Just Want to Be With You by the High School Musical cast. Again, I'm a Disney child. I, any High School Musical soundtrack, <laughs> like, really takes me back. So Just Want to Be With You is one of my favorite High School Musical songs, and it also makes me very happy. And Mr. Brightside by The Killers. Again, very cliche, cliche song, very classic, but again, like, they're hits for a reason. I don't think we should be ashamed. And I write Sins, Not Tragedies by Panic at the Disco. So I, I don't know. I've been like, I'll get reminded of songs and I'm like, I need to listen to that nonstop for a week. 
and then completely get sick of it and then delete it off my playlist and then rediscover it four months later. That's how I like to cycle my songs. And I've also realized with a lot of this new music coming out, which I'll get into, um, it's hard for me to listen to new things because I like listening to things that are familiar because I listen to music a lot when I'm driving and it like makes me less anxious if I know what to expect from my playlist that I shuffle every morning. So adding new things I kind of have to do in moderation. So that is what I've listened to last and the new additions to the playlist. (laughs) And now moving into new music Friday, but there's been like three new music Fridays or four. I'm really not sure when's the last time I recorded. I know it was a little bit after my Harry concert, which was yeah, I don't know. It's been a minute, <laughs> which I've said. But New Music Friday, I know the 1975 has put out an album. I want to listen to it. But again, it's hard for me to <laughs> focus on new things, especially when so much new stuff comes out. I'm like, oh, I'll get to it. And then like another album comes out and I'm like, OK, I'll listen to both of them eventually. But I usually listen to music mainly when I'm driving. So if I don't listen to it while I'm driving and I also like to listen to podcasts, um, it's it'll just like be on my list. And so it might take a while for me to listen to it. So 1975 review coming eventually um taylor swift midnight i will say my relationship with taylor swift is she's a great artist like there is no denying that she has hits she has eras shout out to the eras tour on sale next week waiting for the verified pre-sale tomorrow (laughs) so i cannot deny that i'm not like a huge swifty but i definitely always give her albums a listen and so i heard so much stuff about this one obviously so i was kind of like forced to give it a listen I kept hearing it like on um, Instagram reels and stuff some of the songs and I listened to it and that album is so good and I honestly was not expecting to like it as much as I did just because with folklore and evermore I do kind of like that indie folkish type stuff but I guess from her obviously I don't think a lot of people were expecting it there are some songs I like on there of course but she was a little more back in her pop bag with this and I have just been like really keep going back to the album to go listen to it which is not super common because I listen to my same playlist but if there's a new album out and I really like it I will just have it on shuffle and I've been having that one on shuffle and I will say my favorite songs off that said album definitely karma like I said I've been listening to that a lot it's just so catchy anti-hero of course midnight rain oh my goodness midnight rain I was like all day at work today I was like waiting to get home or waiting to get in my car to drive home so I could listen to midnight rain that's how much the song was like in my head. I was like, I need to just like experience it. Um, Bejeweled and also Snow on the Beach featuring Lana Del Rey. That one I also found myself kind of singing in my head a lot. Um, even though don't ask me where Lana Del Rey is in the song. No clue. Um, couldn't tell you. But <laughs> I just think it's a very like mellow, very vibey. Um, and it's just like cool. It feels very cool. So those are my favorites on there and they're honestly probably going to fluctuate. Um, and so then of course, when she announced the tour, I like that it's like the eras tour because she has like so many iconic eras and I did see her on the 1989 tour, which was my favorite album by her. Um, she put on like a great show and I actually got those tickets from a concert. I mean, a radio sweepstakes. So that was cool. Um, so I definitely think I'm going to try and get tickets for this tour as well. So we'll see how that goes. Rihanna also came back in my time away from the podcast with her song Lift Me Up from the new Wakanda Forever soundtrack. Very, very, very beautiful. She sounded so, so good. 
But I need people to realize, like, this is not her actual comeback. Like, obviously, she's back. But that is just for the movie. And I know she's doing the Super Bowl. So she's going to put out an actual new song, like, just associated with her name and not, like, with a movie premiere and whatnot. But nonetheless, I was just happy to hear her voice. It sounded so good. And I think it's getting received pretty well. And I'm just excited to see Wakanda Forever as well, because I'm going to see that this weekend it comes out super excited about that those harry's music for a sushi restaurant video also came out which was fun i thought it was like obviously much more different than his other videos i enjoyed it though i think it's always a fun cute time and i think he enjoys trying new things and this one was a very like camp if you will and i forgot who directed it i forgot who directed it, but i don't think he's directed one of his videos before so it was cool to kind of see him collaborate with someone else who definitely had like a different vision but i thought it was such a fun take on the song so I enjoyed that as well and I'm excited today he is coming back to the forum after having to postpone some shows because he was sick with the flu but I'm glad he's back and I hope he feels better and I'm excited to see what he wears tonight me acting like I'm there I'm not in LA but I'm just I love following the tour oh my goodness I cannot believe I almost forgot to mention Drake and 21 Savage's collab album Her Loss guys i I don't know where to stand on this because I gave a few songs a listen and again it's hard for me to consume a lot at once I listened to a few songs you know kind of heard what people were saying and I was still kind of listening a little bit but they 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 had to do the line on on Megan the Stallion well Drake had to do the line on Megan the Stallion like why did you why did you even need to start that narrative why did you even have to bring that up because I'm sorry that is for clout there was no reason you needed to even discuss that nothing to do with you nothing to do with you and you can't deny that that's what he's talking about if you don't know what I'm referring to, I'm talking about, I don't even remember the exact line, <laughs> but um, just referring to like Megan lying about being shot by Tory Lanez. I just think it's dumb. I think it was just a stupid Drake move. And honestly, it kind of gave me like loser vibes. I still like Drake, but I'm just like, stop doing stuff for attention. Everyone already likes you. Everyone's already going to listen to the album. So why do we have to do these stunts and theatrics? 21 Savage. I think he's done a great job on what I've heard so far. But honestly, once that drama was there, I was kind of like turned off by the whole thing. I was like, I don't really want to listen to this, but I'll eventually go back and give it like a full chance, especially now that their tour is rumored to be announced soon, that they'll be going on a 2023 tour together, which I will be interested in seeing because I do like Drake. But yeah, I've kind of listened to her loss. I don't really have a full opinion on it right now because I just kind of had to turn my head to the other side because I gotta support my girl Meg, the H-Town hottie. Like, what What do you even mean? So now that we've gone through the new releases, we've gone through my Spotify recent listenings and happenings, I wanna do some concert catch-up as well, because I have been to a couple of concerts since I recorded last. I believe the Harry concert was the last one I went to um, when I was talking on my last episode. But since then, I saw Omar Apollo, I had VIP, I was barricade which is not common for me. And I'm honestly kind of sick of the GA lifestyle. But when it's for someone who's like one of my like top artists, I will make it happen. So that was super fun. That was my second time seeing him. I saw him earlier on his Desvelado tour um, in the spring. And then he just happened to go on the prototype tour this year, which is cool because I don't think I've seen an artist like twice in a year before. Yeah, that's cool. I haven't thought about that. I don't think I've seen an artist twice in a year before. Um, but he was like so good because he put out his deluxe album with Ivory called Marfil since he released Ivory back in April. So I was excited to hear the new deluxe songs. And even the songs I already heard, I like love them so much. Like every single one of his songs. Oh my gosh. 
um, I was just excited to hear them again and see him again. And he also, he also upgraded his venue than the one I saw him in in May. So I saw him at a much larger venue, which is really cool to see since Evergreen blew up on TikTok, uh, as you heard me talk about on my first episode of Low Key Gatekeeping. So if you ever get a chance to go see him, definitely I would recommend. He's such a great performer. He's so fun. You can tell he just really enjoys putting on the show and interacting uh, with everyone in the audience. It's just a good time all around. And then on that same week, that weekend, I also saw Blackpink. Blackpink was indeed in my area. So I was not actually supposed to see them because I had one ticket. I wanted to get two tickets whenever I bought pre-sale. I was only able to get one and that wasn't going to go because it was on a Sunday and I had to work the next day. But long story short, I ended up going. I'm so glad I ended up going because besides seeing TXT at Lollapalooza, I haven't really been to a K-pop concert before. And when I saw TXT at Lollapalooza, I couldn't see a thing. So I didn't have like the best seats for Blackpink, but at least I could see from where I was. And I had a seat because TXT, I was just standing because it was a festival. <laughs> but when I saw Blackpink, I was so excited because I really love Born Pink. I've been listening to that nonstop. Type of Girl, Tally, those are like my favorites off the album. Um, so being able to see them was super cool. I love the whole production, the whole show. And they did two shows in Houston. So I went to the second one. Um, and the merch was so cute. I got the like tie dye shirt. It was like the black and white tie-dye shirt, but they had so many other cute things that I was trying to like watch my pockets. So that was super fun to see. So that was two in a week. And honestly, I was kind of exhausted by concerts at that point. And the next show I'm going to see is Mr. Dominic Fike, which I literally planned my whole trip this past summer to Chicago for because he was also performing at Lollapalooza. And I've been wanting to see him ever since I have gone to his music like a year and a half ago, I want to say. So when... I saw that he was going to be at Lollapalooza. It kind of just ended up working out. And I saw him there, which was amazing. Because I was not thinking he was going to go on tour. And then he ended up announcing the Out of Order tour back in like September. So I have VIP tickets to that, VIP tickets to that as well coming up next week, actually. Oh my goodness, that's coming up quick. I need to figure out an outfit. But I like adore him. I adore his music. Like I'm so excited to see. And I'll be much closer in the venue he's going to be at here versus um being in the pit like at Lollapalooza in a festival I was able to see I was kind of on the barricade but I was like on the inner barricade where the performer can come down the middle if that makes sense so still people kind of in front of me because I was kind of further back my point is I'll be able to be much closer because I'm familiar with this venue and have VIP and I'm just so excited because I love his music he's kind of like the same as Omar Paul like anything they put out I'm gonna like and I just love their personalities, the way they perform. I love just the whole thing. So I'm excited to see him. And honestly, now I think about it, I think that's my last concert of the year that I have like planned out. Anything else isn't until next year like I do. I have Coachella tickets. I don't know if I've mentioned that on this podcast, but I am going to Coachella next year for the first time. That's going to be a whole thing. I'm so excited about that. But that now is not the time. <laughs> but my point is, I think this Dominic Fight concert is my last concert before the end of the year and then things coming up Taylor like I said Drake and 21 Savage I'm pretty sure are gonna announce a tour Beyonce I don't know what her timeline is but she has to be putting something out soon as far as tour goes I mean like Renaissance tour come on Cuff It Live he did live America we have a problem live let's make it happen let's make it happen B I I'm so ready for that as well I will be on that Ticketmaster page or that access page as soon as that ticket's go on sale
So I also wanted to look into the future in this episode. I've been doing a lot of catching up and looking into the past, but I want to look ahead because my favorite time of the year is coming up and it's Spotify rap time. I love Spotify Wrapped. I know everyone loves Spotify Wrapped, but I truly like look forward to it like it's a holiday. And I wanted to kind of put my predictions in and I'll probably do a whole episode um, of me reacting to my Spotify Wrapped, obviously through audio, but I can like see it on my computer while I'm recording the episode. So I'll be excited to do that. So I want to put these predictions in now. For my top five artists, I think it's going to be Doja Cat because I just consistently listen to her throughout the year I think like I just think that's a constant in my playlist that I'm always listening to her planet her all the songs are pretty much on my playlist and hot pink still on there (laughs) and NCT 127 that's also a constant because or just NCT as a whole honestly because I'm listening to all the units for the most part I feel like they're going to be on there so either NCT or NCT 127 um Omar Apollo I feel like I don't even need to explain Dominic Fike also don't think I need to explain I listen to them constantly and I think for the first time in my Spotify rap history I think Harry Styles will be on here and if you are a low-key gatekeeping consistent listener or even someone who just knows me very well you may be saying how has Harry Styles not been on your Spotify rap and I think the thing with him is when he puts out an album I listen to it to such a degree of insanity on constant shuffle, constant just repeat of just that album, and it'll go on for maybe a month or two, and then I'm like, I need to practice moderation, (laughs) and I need to give this album a break, and so then I'll like take it off my playlist, just so I can give it some time to breathe and really appreciate it later, and then I'll come back to it. My audio just did some weird stuff, and I don't know where it cut off at, but basically I was saying, I think because I listen to his music so sporadically and intensely that I think that's why it doesn't always show up on my Spotify rap because I'm not listening to it so consistently throughout the year. But this year, I would disagree. I'd say I was listening to it consistently throughout the year. And as far as my top songs, I would start from that album. I definitely think Cinema or Music for a Sushi Restaurant is probably going to be on my top five songs. Something from that Harry's House album, definitely. Something from Omar Apollo, that can honestly be from any of his albums. I'm guessing Endlessly, the full, not the uh, interlude, the full song from Marfil, um, Erase from Stereo, Tamagashi from Ivory, or Evergreen, Before It Blew Up. Yeah, Before It Blew Up. I'm gonna say it, Before It Blew Up. Um, Those are like my top two that I feel like are definitely gonna be on there. The other three, honestly... It's a it's a toss up because I always think I could, I'm going to know and then something will randomly come up that I completely forgot existed um, or it's a song I listened to early in the year and then again I had to like give it a break and I'm like oh yeah I forgot I was listening to that song to an unhealthy degree. I will say Marvelous by the Wallows not by the Wallows by Wallows what the heck Marvelous by Wallows <laughs> um, is a song that I've been kind of listening to oh but it's after October 31st which is when it cuts off so I don't think it's going to be on there. Nonetheless, Marvelous by Wallows. Good song. So those are my kind of loose Spotify wrapped predictions. I'm so excited because I think it's usually like the first week of December. So we should be like a month or a few weeks away from it. And we'll see how those predictions end up. But that is all I have for this episode today. I just really wanted to do a update catch up type vibe 
And then next week, like I said, Grammy nominations are coming out, which I'm excited. I want to talk about those. Then it'll be after my Dominic Fight concert the next time I record, probably. And then I'll be on break from my job. So I will also pick another topic and record another episode. So I want to be back on some sort of consistent schedule because this is like my time to really just soak in what I love and be able to just talk about it however much I want. So thank you for listening to this episode after my slight hiatus. Like I said, life is just life sometimes. And please look forward to the next one and support this podcast any way you can. I don't know if you can like, rate, answer the questions and the polls that I put on here. Whatever you can in your interactions is very helpful and it would be really cool to see people interacting with this. So thank you for listening and see you next time.